And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Feeds DeRozan. DeRozan. Pump fake for the win. Got it again! At the buzzer! DeMar delivers again! And D.C., we will let ourselves out! Bulls win again! Hey, listeners. I want to tell you about a new special limited series we have coming up here on the Athletic NBA Show feed. It is called stargazing it is hosted by the athletics fantastic lakers reporter yovan buha stargazing is a look at the lifestyle gurus and support systems around nba superstars each episode will center on one professional that represents an aspect of nba culture could be fashion could be entertainment nightlife fitness social media as well as hear from the nba superstars that work with these professionals some upcoming guests include vince the barber ronnie 2k rich fresh and b dot episodes of stargazing will be released every sunday starting on december 19th and will run through the NBA All-Star Weekend in February. That's stargazing with our guy, Yovan Buha, Sundays right here on the Athletic NBA Show feed. Welcome to the Athletic NBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. Wow. New York strip steak? Ooh. This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs? With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Bulls look for the win. DeRozan to win it. DeMar DeRozan delivers. I got my, I got the right mic. New year, new me. Everybody recorded. Yes. <laughs> Three, two. Happy New Year. Welcome to the Athletic NBA Show Podcast, Basket Buds Edition on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Zach Harper. We got Jay King. New Year, new him. We got Trevon Edwards. We got Mo Dakiel. And oh my goodness, we have a show for you. We got some debuts coming up pretty soon with Clay Thompson, Kyrie Irving. We got some Rockets locker room drama. We've got uh, two early MVP talk, LeBron James playing center. But first, the basketball world has messed with the Bulls, and now they get the horns? Is that how that works? I don't know. But DeMar DeRozan's killing people. That on, was bad. On ridiculous, really <laughs> ridiculous three-pointers. I'll say that. All right, so the one he hit against the Wizards, um, what a great play, right? Great play, great shot. The, <laughs> the one he hit the game before. That like one legged fire. That was a horrible shot. It, it, <laughs> was, it was horrible. horrible okay. Shot. But here's the thing. But it went he, in. It went but, in. No, no. But he actually wanted to do the one legged. Like, it wasn't like he resorted to it out of well, a, a need because they were just defending him. No, he, just like, he, he really intended yes. 
to do so that. it's it's not an it's not an attractive shot but it throws off the defender because because yeah, uh, he looks like James that, Harden in an offseason workout like that's what that looked like but no but no but no but that's worked on it's supposed to it's supposed to like catch you off guard on it and he wasn't having a great shooting night so for that shot of all shots to fall it's only 3 years. was just <laughs> yeah no but i'm just talking about just in general like he yeah. was he wasn't playing the best game and then to go back and just make it it was like oh what the hell so, but he bought him enough time yeah. to get the defender off of him because it's kind of like one of those shots that you just kind of like what just happened. Right. So it's, I was yeah. I, I didn't see the game live. I just saw, you know, oh, DeMar DeRozan game. I was like, oh, shit, I'll watch this. Right. Turn on the clip and I see it. And so like the clock is just going down and down and down. I'm like, what the fuck is he? Gonna, is he just going to like did he forget? Are we going to get one of these like J.R. Smith situations? Like what's going on? And then he makes the move and like fires off one leg. I was like, what is he doing? He, he was just plotting to get to that one oh my leg. Yeah, the whole time. Just classic one legged three. That was, I mean, he is, he's on, he's on fire. Obviously right? he's the king of the fourth right one, now. He's, wasn't he's, there one off season when there were clips of James Harden just practicing that shot over and over? It was yes. a one, it was like a one legged fadeaway in the corner three. And he tried it like once in the, in the preseason and it didn't go in, and we never saw it again. And all that's we heard about was like, oh, that's what we, even Harden we, couldn't master. Yeah, it. even Harden was like, "That's too much for me. I'm not going to do that." But and this, one, and this one was from the top of the key. Yes, <laughs> right. Exactly. It was even harder. Such a weird shot to take, but it but it went right. He, he buries the Pacers with it, then he comes back uh, next uh, next game, next night, really. Um, and poor Wizards. Wizards needed that win, and Demar Derozan. Um, that's the only three he hit in that. The, la- the, the only two threes he's hit in the last two games are those. <laughs> he has a Jimmy Butler type thing where he never uh, wants to shoot threes. Don't do threes, that to him. But, but when he does take <laughs> them don't, in don't clutch. Do, don't do that to him. No, but when don't he do does take him. the threes in clutch moments, he yeah. tends to hit them. Like J- That's what Jimmy does. Jimmy avoids threes at all costs. And then if he takes a big he's one, a you're like, that's going down. He's a much better three-point shooter than, J- than Jimmy Butler, I feel. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I do. I do, this man. Year, I think this year, yes. I think, I think, this year, yes. I think in general, he's just getting a raw deal, man. That dude works on it. Like, again, the same way y'all didn't believe early on when I tried to tell y'all that he was coming. You know what I mean? Like, in the fourth right now, this dude is shooting 53, 54, and 88, right? That's insane. Right, but trade the previous five that, seasons, he shot 27% from three. Like, he's not a good three-point shooter. But it, no, no, no. But, but again, he doesn't take them either. Like, it's not even like it's a thing. So this year, his confidence is high. He's playing with a whole new, you know, supporting cast. He's playing right. with guys that he actually like. You know what I mean? Like, again, he never wanted to leave Toronto. I'm not saying that he didn't like his other teammates. He's probably one of the most respected dudes in the league, right? And in this particular situation a team that he probably would have played 20 seasons with when Toronto shipped him off to San Antonio Mm -hmm. in that, in that, in that instance, he is a student of the game. He got a chance to learn under pop pop, put him in uncomfortable positions where he had to play the point guard. He had to play power forward sometimes. And that made him an even better basketball player. So now playing with that newfound confidence, that new vision of the game, I'm not saying like the bulls are going to go out and just win the championship, but They've needed this for so long because Zach Levine doesn't know how to win. I'm not saying that Zach Levine was never going to be a winner, but it was similar to the Chris Paul situation going over to Phoenix. You brought someone over who's played in the playoffs, probably mm. hasn't had many much success in the playoffs, but he knows how to get there. Before before DeMar joined the Bulls, Zach Levine hadn't won three consecutive games in his in his professional career since the Olympics. 
that's sad. That's so yeah, now crazy, they have. Sad. So now to have a mirror image, like these guys' stats are so similar, but they're not really approaching Demar's the guy. I mean, we would look at it as Demar making these game-winning shots and being able to close out in the fourth quarter to say that he's the guy, but they're going as equals. We versus me, and it's been working. They're the best team in the East. You know, you got an acting coach in right now who's doing an amazing job drawing up the plays, putting them in a situation. And I think that this is the most exciting Chicago's been about sports and like since Rose, since like since Rose yeah. Butler and 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 Noah. Yeah, you know what I mean. And Dang, shouts to Dang, but. You know, like Shouts to, to take it to to take it for what it is, right? And I and and again, we're realists about this. We understand that there's still fifty some games left, and it's early. But the Bulls are fun. We've been saying it. We've been kind of hitting on it, and you know, we were waiting on it to fizzle, and it hasn't. I think they figured it out as far as the regular season, and I think that's you know that's something to be excited yeah. for if you're a Bulls fan. Yeah, they're they're so chaotic uh, in a good way. On the court, like, I think, I really do, do think, like, it makes them very hard to deal with on random nights in the in the regular season, right? Like, having a good, like, I think if you have time to prepare for them in a, in a postseason, and we'll see how it goes. Like, DeMar just may be on another level right now. They may have enough firepower to do what, you know, the Hawks did last year. Um, but, but I think on random nights in the regular season, like, Mo, like, it's just, they create so much havoc for the other team. I mean, there's so much going on, and they don't even have Ball out there or Car- uh, Caruso, right? That, right? that adds that e- even more havoc, right? And, and and causes more chaos for the other team. So it's like, you know, it's almost pick your poison between those two guys. And, you know, if they both get going, you're screwed. You have no chance as a coaching staff. You know, you're trying to shut those guys down. It's hard enough. Like, how many teams have uh, the ability to guard two perimeter high-level wings? You know, usually everybody has, like, one wing defender. You know, if that and, and, and most teams don't. So it's like you got to put one on DeRozan or Levine and the other guy's probably going to cook and going to have an advantage. So it's it's just tough. And then night in, night out, as you're saying, Zach, like you can't even just sort of tilt your game plan to try to take on the Bulls. It doesn't shock me that they're they're winning games in this way. It does shock me that DeMar DeRozan's hitting threes to win these games, not shots like he's like we we know at this point you can you can see it this year. He's having the best year of his career by far. And and the footwork that he uses to create every single shot in the middle of the floor. It's the reason like he is one of those exceptions to the rule, right? When it comes to the mid range, no one's saying, Hey, DeMar needs to like, no one's saying anymore. I should say, Hey, DeMar needs to just like figure out how to shoot threes and everything. Like these are these two, the last two nights are outliers. Um, and they're outliers for a reason, but he's one of those guys where he has created like just this buffet in the middle of the floor that he just picks. All right, I want to go here. I want to do this. I want to do that. And no one can stop him right now. Nobody can. And maybe at certain points, defenses will just make anybody else beat them. And maybe this kind of like weekend helps emphasize that at end of game stuff. But, but Jay, like, I think, I think right now he is just blowing up everything that, that teams are throwing at him because, because he is so skilled with his feet. Yeah. And, the Bulls are number one in the East. <laughs> they're, they're really number one in the East. Uh, as someone who wasn't a believer, it's been fun to watch how all their pieces have fit together. I didn't think DeRozan and Zach Levine could play together with Vucevic because, like, how are they going to defend? Will they even be good on offense? Because those are guys who need the rock. 
and it's like it's just worked out really well. Yeah. DeRozan has been their guy, their closer, and I think it says a lot about Levine that he's been willing to give up those shots and he's been cool with giving up those shots because he's in a contract been, year. He's playing yeah, for a right. max deal and he's willing to give the like that's crazy that you don't yeah. see that. Yeah, how much of that comes from like playing in the Olympics and playing with those guys that he played with? I was just gonna say that. Of course, it's the Olympics. It rubbed off on him, you know, just making sacrifices. You know what I mean? Him, Devin Booker, a couple guys. Even though Devin Booker's first playoff appearance was a a trip to the finals. A trip to the finals, right, exactly. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But, but, But just riding that high of being around guys and how they prepare. You know what I mean? Like when you... Most guys that come back from the Olympics, they come back with a different mentality to their teams. It's like going to summer camp and playing AAU. And then you go back to your high school and play and you're like, I got to step it up. You know what I'm saying? And in this particular situation, the idea of getting a gold medal was like, wow, this is the peak of my career right now. And I haven't done anything for my own personal career. DeMar doesn't get enough credit for his leadership, too. You know what I'm saying? For sure, yeah. Yeah. One thing that he's done is implement. Like Billy Donovan, his success with the Bulls is because he can coach this team like a college team. You know what I mean? Like, you got the gritty, scrappy guys in I.O. and Caruso. You got a scorer in Zach Levine. You got a, a DeMar DeRozan would be the senior that's leading in scoring. You know what I mean? Like, and it's really shaped up that way. And especially with the, um, you know, the, the, the portal of guys having to go into health and safety protocols. They have 15 guys. That's tough. That would hurt another franchise. But these guys have been able to, you know, next man up. Similar yeah. to the Brooklyn Nets. You know what I mean? And that's why these two have a great system because they're all playing hard. They're, they're, they're bringing in the right personnel. Like, the 10-day guys are even screened through a certain way of who they're going to bring around their players that are on the active roster. So, you know, hats off to the GM and the front office of the Bulls to keep this thing going. You know what I mean? Even when DeMar was out. Such a different Levine. vibe than Garpax and Boiler, right? Like, oh, just man. like, my oh, God. Man. Zach Levine's got to feel like he's in air. heaven. Like, just. And, I, and I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad at how Bulls fans are reacting because it feels different this year. You yeah, know enjoy I mean? like, that shit. Like, thing. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, even watching the games, like, you know, even the bad matchups are even good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's been competitive. And, you know, when Chicago – I haven't felt this way in a long time, but when Chicago Bulls are playing good basketball – and the NBA is in a good spot. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of similar to the Knicks, but you know, like again, this year hasn't been the back-to-back situation for them. So, this episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Going from something really good to something really bad. Uh, we'll go to the Lakers real quick. Um, <laughs> well, I over the we're last, going to the Rockets, but not yet, the Lakers not is yet. cool. Not yet. No, we're, we'll, we'll quick, you know, we'll kind of just, just kind of downgrade each topic there as we go through. Uh, but center LeBron, LeBron James, the last seven games, you guys check these numbers out. These are ridiculous. 36 points, 10.9 rebounds, 6.1 assists, 1.7 steals, 1.6 blocks, uh, only 2.9 turnovers, 57.8% from the field, 
42.1% from three, 79.2% from the free throw line. Oh, man, and they're two and five. But yeah, just right. want to throw that in there that they're two and five. It's so unbelievable to me. It is so bewildering that LeBron James is playing out of his fucking mind right now. And it's irrelevant in terms of like wins and losses. Like he's having these 30 point games and it doesn't matter because they're so, I guess, incomplete without Anthony Davis. And, and there's just such a malaise about that team um, that, I mean, and they're two wins in this, in this stretch and granted, like they're all their losses there are legitimate losses, right? They lost to Chicago. They lost to Phoenix. Well, they got blown out by San Antonio. That probably shouldn't have happened. But they lost to Brooklyn. They lost to Memphis. And the, But their two wins are like they gutted one out against Houston, and then they blew out a Portland team that doesn't want to be there anymore. I got one more stat for you, Zach. Yeah. In, in the last seven games, and this will kind of explain why a little bit why LeBron's numbers have been great, and it doesn't matter. When he's on the court, they, the team has a net rating of 1.9. When he's off the court, the team has a net rating of, Minus twenty one point six. Good oh, Lord, <laughs> so, so unless a swing he, right there. Oh my God! So if he can't play forty eight minutes, yeah, that's, that's the thing. This team is like making his stats irrelevant right now. Like it's crazy. It's, what's it's, what's crazy oh, is, is twenty one. The, the minus twenty one isn't even American? the craziest part about that, though. The craziest part is that LeBron is playing picture perfect basketball. And they're, plus and they're one barely, right. barely <laughs> treading water when even when he's on the court. Like right. that's that's how bad they are right now. And they're just trying to figure stuff out, especially while Davis is out. Like they won a title a couple years ago. They they played a ton of big lineups. It was Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard. They played together a lot. They had one of the best defenses of the league, probably the very best defense when they were locked in. Now they don't have that anymore. Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan have basically been wiped out of the rotation. They, they're they they're going small, but they don't have defensive-minded players anywhere. So going small means you're going to have a very bad defense. So and you LeBron at center is fun, and I think, I think they'll actually benefit from this stretch because getting to that lineup would have been tough if they were at full strength. And I do think that in the playoffs – some center LeBron lineups will be useful, but they are really, really searching for things right now. You mean the playing tournament? You know why? You know why LeBron <laughs> center works? Because LeBron doesn't care about positions, right? Everybody else makes a big deal. Oh, I don't want to be a center. Oh, I don't want to be a power forward. LeBron just goes out there and plays. Man, he's a basketball player. Basketball has always been about basketball. The positions just kind of simplifies it and gives you. A, a, a ceiling of what you can do and what you're limited to do. You know what I mean? Like once you're putting this in a row for certain players, it's like, you're not bringing the ball up. You know what I mean? Like that, what removes that whole situation of what we get from a pickup game, you know, the point guard is going to play make, you know, this, but with LeBron, he's playing one through five, but actually with him being the center, now he doesn't have to guard faster players. He can kind of quarterback from the back end on defensive sides. And then also, gives him that freedom for mismatches on the offensive end. Like we haven't seen seven straight 30 point performances from him in a minute. You know what I mean? So like, obviously he's playing like a madman out of, you know, and I, only thing I can take away from LeBron right now is media outlets talking about his age. We get it. 
(laughs) we get it you know what i mean like of course like no one's done this at this age like yeah right i mean of course like you're not supposed to do this i mean no but no one is also no one has ever had an opportunity to still be the number one option at his age they normally force you out and pass right. it on to a young buck. Wish they were supposed to pass it over to Anthony Davis. And I was, I was but he's about just to not say, ready for that. Trey, I was go, about to, I was about to, for it. I was about to say like, yeah, on a good team. To, and then I realized, oh no, they're not a good team, yeah. so it doesn't. <laughs> but you, the, the big and, and 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 that's and that's why he has the luxury to still control the the situation. Yeah. Which you know, with shot attempts, imagine if you know they had a, a better. Imagine he played with like Damian Lillard. Will Damian Lillard sacrifice his shoot his field goal attempts? To be second fiddle, or would it be an easier baton pass? And right. LeBron's like, okay, well, I'll take less shots. And now, for the first time in LeBron's James career, outside of that one year when he was acting weird with Miami, not knowing <laughs> if he's the num- if he's the alpha or not, um, he would be in a position where he's like, I'm not the guy anymore. But I don't think he'll ever accept that just because he's he's he has to be in control. Yeah. So. Um, he'll give you a, a a fake promotion of like, here, yeah, you're the guy. I'm going to make you, you know, because he can pass. He doesn't need to touch the ball to be effective like that. You know what I mean? Right. So that's what helps him in this instance of like playing well and, you know, but his team is just not that good. Yeah, it's funny. His, these are the, this is the fewest, and obviously there's time to change this, but this is the lowest assist average he's had since his last year in Miami. Like he's just gunning. And he has to, I guess, right? Like I, I mean, don't know. Some of it's just guys more than he normally does. Taking, just taking twenty shots, shots a game. Guys just guys just no. don't make shots. <laughs> He's taking <Yes>. twenty shots. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing too, though, that's been really good for him for the for the Lakers with him playing at center is him setting the screen and roll with Russ. You know, like that whole. I want to see and roll, more of it. They need to kind of keep that going a whole lot more. Now I don't know when teams are going to realize, yo, Russ can't shoot, so maybe we should stop going over the screen and maybe go under. But like. Until that happens, like they just need to run that constantly because that's been getting them the most stuff because that's where they're able to get LeBron in a four on three situation. He's going to make the right read. He's either going to get a bucket or find an open shot for somebody else. Them going over the screen, Mo, has to be that they don't want the switch, right? Yeah, but you could just you go under it. Let Russ step behind and shoot the three, right? Like it's not yeah, the options uh, yeah, aren't I mean, go yeah, over I'm just, I'm, just try, I'm trying yeah. to figure out what the strategy, like what the purpose of the strategy would be to go to chase around that screen rather than pop and, under and it. The, the one thing I'll say that the Lakers do uh, sometimes with it is they set it a little bit lower, which does make it harder to go under because yeah. then it's like you go under and Russ has a chance to go now full he's in that speed. Sweet spot. Yeah. yeah, from from the elbow, he has a chance to get to the rim. So I think that's part of it too. But like they just need – the Lakers need to crush that and keep doing that all game long when LeBron and Russ are on the court together. Yeah, I just want these stats to matter. I guess they do for like the – the all-time stuff, right? Yeah. Like he's back I mean, to scoring. It was, a per- it, was a, it was a perfect time as far as his birthday, the new year. It's festive. You know what I mean? Like you can go into all that and <laughs> it happens at the right time. New year, new LeBron? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. He's new year, he's new year, year 19? Is that what he says? Like, Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, year tw- listen, year 20 is going to be on beer. Oh, my God. Uh, it's going to be. And I, I just, you know, 20. And no, but, he, but he had a cool stat, you know, about the, I think it was the, the, the lifetime thing of, 
I think he was no, he's the youngest player to average twenty five and the oldest player to average twenty five. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, like, a that's great, uh, yeah. Like that's, his, he's got some unbelievable stats at this point, Trey. Like just in, yeah. in terms of those little nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Argu- arguably goat. That's what I'm going to start calling the arguably goat. I'm not going to. I can never. Nickname, I never could. Fi- arguably goat. <laughs> <laughs> like for them to arguably make the playoffs that's what i'd like that's that's the only thing i want right now like for them to arguably as arguably as stop been, a shot they're only in. they're only one game out of the sixth seed oh uh, yeah i mean sure they're they're one game out of, out of the sixth <laughs> they against, might a, avoid against the playing game against a clippers team that hasn't had like their two stars in a while and a denver team that is <laughs> that's Jay, like also, just nikola Jokic dragging of the clippers to win Hold on, hold on. But Jay, they've been one game behind the sixth seed all season. Like they've never made up the ground. Also, they're one game ahead of the Wolves. That's how you know it's not going well. Okay, whenever you're only one game ahead of the Wolves, you're not having the season you're supposed to have. I saw Greg Monroe have a hell of a night, man. What does that mean? Shouts to Min- shouts to Minnesota Moose. <laughs> Moose Soda. That that was one of the one of my right, favorite moments stop. this season. Please stop! Please stop! We're Covered not doing Greg that Monroe's shit. Leave that in twenty twenty one. Two and a half years, and he just diced up the Celtics. Hold on. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not even going to be mean about this. You're right. I was going to push back. That no, he had eleven, nine, and six. That's a big game. He That's was a big like game Jokic in the yeah. fourth quarter. Like, oh my just god! Yeah, he was picking those and finding guys. It was incredible. <laughs> I mean, he hadn't played. A, he hadn't played a professional game in the NBA in like seven hundred days. So that he didn't even know cool. some of his teammates' names. He still doesn't know their names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be he's fair, just calling them by number. Hey, tw- hey twenty-three. Yeah. Give hey, me the ball. Hey, two-two. Get the swing that. <laughs> Most teams don't know their teammates anymore. At That's this true, point. man. Like the <laughs> teams are teams are literally just picking up local players. It's Who's just, qualified to play in an NBA game tonight? And are you local so we don't have to travel? I mean, the Raptors did a film session of just showing the guy, their teammates, what the other guys, what their other teammates can do. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't even run a yeah. film session of like what our opponents can do. It's like, hey, so the guy next to you, he likes to shoot. This guy likes to pass. Like it was just, it's wild. That's special. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Don- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let's uh, let's go to uh, some too early MVP talk. Is Demar Derozan the MVP right now? We'll go back to Demar. No, what? Absolutely not. What? 
Why not? Because Kevin Durant Hell and Stephen no. Curry exist. Listen, I love listen, I love DeMar. Love him. But no, we're not gonna do this. Not yet. No. I think that he deserves to be in the conversation. Absolutely. Look, if but no. If the season ended no, today. No, hold on. He does not I, I hate I hate the conversation talk. He deserves to be in no, he does not deserve to be in the conversation. DeMar DeRozan? He deserves, he deserves to be like, went, he's they're the number one right, team in the you're, East. You're, he deserves to be late in the ballot. But there's I don't think there's any legitimate case for DeMar DeRozan to actually be the MVP over Stephen Curry or Kevin Durant. So he's not part of the conversation because there's no way I can frame it to make Being him the MVP. Being a part of conversation is three. We do this for LeBron every year. How come DeMar can't be three? But I don't understand. I don't understand. Me, it, like, if you don't have it. a case to actually be MVP, you're no, not but in the that's conversation. The thing, you're just a guy people dismiss in the conversation. No, no Jay, this is, is not. A, this is not a Paul George they're situation. They're first in okay? the East. This is just one of they're my first in the East. No, yeah, they're, they're first in the East. He's the best fourth quarter player in the NBA this season. He's hitting game winners left and right. He's averaging like twenty seven five and five. And he's at you're best, drunk, Jay King. At Jay, best, Jay. third or fourth in the MVP ranking. His numbers are, but his numbers are better than Steph Curry's. Jay, he has a net rating of twenty point four in clutch situations. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, you're you're that's value. Just, I, he deserves to be in the conversation. He deserves to be on every ballot at this point. At one, but like, there's just no world where he's the MVP over Kevin Durant or Stephen Curry. That's just, I think that's insane. I mean, listen, what more? But, but what more do you want that, him to do? But that's crazy. But but Jay. He's they, just not they, as good as finish, those guys. There's nothing Jay, he can Jay, do about that Jay, at this stage. Jay, it's not about being as good. If the Bulls somehow just had some crazy, miraculous 50 games, the next 50 games, how can he not be in that kind of conversation? We don't know. We can't predict anything. Right now, what we've seen with the Nets, what we've seen with the Warriors, great. That's why we have those two players kind of locked in at the moment and what the Bulls have been doing, but you cannot – Take away what this man has been doing. He's missed for a quarter I'm, for a I'm reason. I'm not trying to do that. I realize they're number I'm probably, one in the East I'm for a reason. As two down on Demar, who's been you amazing. You just said there's season. no probably. way. In <laughs> probably. I'm just saying he's not. He's not on the level that Kevin Durant and his, Stephen Curry. His numbers. His season. numbers are he's as good as as Steph's, if not better. And his record is better than Kevin Durant's. How many game winners have those two players ahead of him hit this I, season? I That's a totally irrelevant stat to me. Why? Like. What do you mean? He's he's winning ball games for his team. The Nets just lost to the Clippers without Paul George, without Marcus Morris. I mean, they were <laughs> like, and they had no, James Harden like, and Durant on the court. It's like just, how many how many how many losses are these players above DeMar DeRozan have to go through before it changes your mind? I don't understand. I mean, the Nets are a game what, back what, of them, and they don't have no, no, nearly but, but, the no, supporting no, cast. Co- no, no, but you're comparing. You're saying that. Because he doesn't have the skill of these two players, that he can't be in that, no, that, that no, no, no. conversation. That, that's not what I'm that, saying. I mean, at that's all. what I'm, I'm getting I'm from you. I'm saying he's not as productive. He's not as important to his team. His supporting you're cast crazy. is much, that's much nuts. better than either that's of nuts. those guys. No, is. no, 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 no. You're crazy because the, the Nets, as Steph- of, of January 5th, is going to have James Harden and Kyrie Irving. You know what I'm saying? Like, not too and, many and, teams and, have that And they have really good role players, too. Like, we can't. We can't keep and let's like, not and let's not talk about the Warriors, bro. Don't do it because when they get Clay and when they get all that back, but they listen, ha- brother, they haven't. But just, what do you mean? I just don't oh, understand. They they trade trade you with the Hulk Hogan brother. That's how you know you're in trouble here. That's how you know you're on the wrong side. <laughs> I, 
I just don't understand how you could say DeMar DeRozan isn't as important to the Bulls as the other guys are to their teams. I just don't understand how you could say that's good. good. He, he's that's, literally that's the just, reason that they're number one. In the, but he's the reason they're number one in the The East. reason he's not as important. It's not Zach not Levine. It's not Caruso. That's it's not it. Lonzo Ball. Like, they got him and he's they got He's fantastic. Good. He's been incredible. His fourth quarters have been magnificent. The two shots he hit were outrageous. If you want, if you want to argue that like that this isn't going to keep up all year, I'm into that. That's fine. Like that's a that's conversation. Not what we can I'm have. I'm just arguing. No, I know. Hasn't I'm saying I'm trying to give you so a good far. argument here, not the one that you have. <laughs> the one you have is not so, good. So you're saying Demar Derozan has been better than Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry this season? I think he's been better than Steph. That's outrageous. Okay, but continue. Their their numbers are almost the same across the board, except. DeMar DeRozan hits a way higher percentage of shots. What is that like because he takes twos instead of threes? and be- He's shooting damn near 50% from the field. Like, I don't think Steph's as, as efficient and accurate as you, as you think he is this year. Steph's shooting 43% from the field and 40% from deep, which for Steph. him, both of those are pretty mediocre. It's the lowest Steph. that he's had. Like... Steph is the reason why all those guys on that team from Gary Payton II to Nemanja Bielica to For Otto sure. no, Porter. Steph's like, amazing. Yeah, I know. I agree. The like, reason I'm, why I'm not those saying guys are Steph's all not or fit in. Like, he's we're, just on we're a different not, level. We're not saying Steph doesn't deserve to be in the conversation. You're right. the one saying DeMar DeRozan doesn't deserve to be in the right. conversation. <laughs> yes, I that's, am. Yes, I am. That's, that's our point is the numbers are comparable, Jay. And he's the reason why the Bulls are number one in the East. I didn't have them anywhere in the top three in the Eastern Conference this year. I think you I know, the start six. of the season. Yeah. You know, like I didn't like, either. And they've been great. I, it, I agree. And, he's and it's been because great. of him. It's because of him. Yeah. Like he's the best fourth quarter it's, scorer. It's because they have Lonzo and Caruso where they have extreme athletes everywhere. It's because the three guys at the top have fit in way better than anyone expected. And it, yes, it's because DeMar DeRozan has been spectacular. I'm not, none of, like, none of that works. No none of that works without DeMar DeRozan. I just want you to understand that. I, I None of that works without that. that. And, but and I'm so just saying, if you, put Steph, if you put Steph on the Bulls, they're better. If you put Kevin Durant in DeMar DeRozan's place, they're much better. Like, that's just the it's, truth. But you're talking about just better players. This MVP is about most important for this season. And right now, I think it's you're. I don't think there's that much of a difference with Demar Derozan on the Bulls. If you put Curry on the Bulls, they're not going to be that much different. If you put KD on the Bulls, they're not going to be that much different and that much dominant. I just think you're. I, I just think you're wilding out. I actually think you might be drunk, but you know the, whatever you did on New Year's Eve is carrying over. What did you do on New Year's Eve? So you, you think you put Kevin Durant on the Bulls and they're not much different than than with Demar Derozan? I mean. Jay, they're not going to be... Listen, Katie and Zach, they winning that shit. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Katie, Zach, and and Booch, they winning that shit. Quit playing. Don't throw No, but when you put in that stuff in the regular... But in the regular season, it's not like they're going to be... They're not going to be on track for 73 wins, right? They're not... We're not going to be going like, this team is going to break the record or anything like that. They probably... The Bulls would probably be right about where they're at now. It's not like... It's not that wild. We know that because the Nets are right where they are right now. Exactly. (laughs) Jay Wiling out, man. Jay, you're going nuts, dude. I'm fine with I, with if you say any of those three guys are the MVP right now. 
Well, I first don't of all, Giannis should be in there too. Giannis should be in there. Jokic should be in there. There's yeah. your ballot right there. There's your five. And don't anybody come at us with this LeBron crap. I'm beginning to see this thing on Twitter. Stop it. Who? Who? You guys gotta. You gotta. You gotta follow better people. Who? Who's, who's saying LeBron should be a no, no, right no, no, now? Yeah, I was, I, yeah, I was, I was going to say they got a shitty timeline. <laughs> well, I, I, I do, nonetheless. But, um, but you're you're just seeing people going like you had all this energy for Curry last year, and and you and you don't have it for LeBron this year. It's like no, guys, like it's not the same. It's not even close. We're also like five deep here this year in yeah. MVP conversation. Like it's not the same. Um, man, things got heated here. Also, also, I'm that very was contentious. We started the new year right. That, I'm disgusted at us having this MVP conversation this early. <laughs> you put it on the run of that, Trey. Yeah, it was your choice. you're in charge of this. You're in charge of this. You tweeted out no, no early MVP talks, and then it's on the run of the No. That's what I'm saying should be too early. That's what I meant. Like, but also I'm I'm really kind of it's it's a debatable topic. Is yes. it too early or not? That's yeah, what I basically oh, it's way too early. for. Yeah, it's way too early. It's way too early, too early. man. But if the season ended today. Probably a really bad variance here, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we've done we did that before. Yeah, we we shut down the season before. Um, all right, yeah, things got heated here. Things got contentious. It felt like the Rockets locker room. boom transition. That was nice. We can all agree that was good. In the final seconds of a game, do you clear out? Is your head clear? Just give me a sense of yeah. you. Yeah, you got to clear out. Going into the fourth, as long as the game close, you got to keep a level head, stay balanced, and you know, enjoy the moment. That was one of those tough games. Nothing was going right for us. We stuck with it. Got to give credit to my teammates. We kept fighting. We kept fighting. Pulled out the win. DeMar DeRozan, a phenomenal fourth quarter shot to win. Six in a row for the Bulls. Congratulations. Absolutely clutch, incredible shot to put the Bulls 13 games over 500 for the first time since 2015. It might not go down in the box score as his greatest game, but down the stretch, DeMar DeRozan made every play. After giving up 47 American points in the second quarter to the Denver Nuggets and 77 points at halftime uh, last night, Rockets went to the locker room. And uh, according to Stephen Silas, this is courtesy of Mark Berman, Fox 26 on Twitter. Stephen Silas, quote, we were angry at halftime that we had just given up 47 points. We watched the film. We had a spirited debate. I have certain demands of this group as far as playing hard. Making mistakes is different than giving effort, and I wasn't satisfied with the effort. We were angry at halftime that we had just given up 47 points. So we watched the film. We uh, had a spirited debate at halftime. And... Uh, you know, I have certain demands of this group as far as playing hard. Making mistakes is different than um, giving the effort. And I wasn't I wasn't uh, satisfied with the effort. So then, according to Shams Tarania of The Athletic and Tim McMahon of ESPN, here's a little breakdown courtesy of Pro Basketball Talk on NBCSports.com. John Lucas, assistant coach, um, Basketball legend, Houston legend, John Lucas, uh, called out several players, including Kevin Porter Jr. and Christian Wood for their first half effort. Uh, Wood uh, was coming off the bench to start the game due to a previous violation of a team rule. That's when KPJ and John Lucas got into a heated argument with Porter allegedly throwing an object. 
Uh, Porter did not go out with the team for the second half. Instead, he got dressed and he left the arena. Team said he was questionable to return with a thigh contusion, uh, which he had been battling for recent weeks, but that is not what kept him out. Wood did not play in the second half. Silas said it was a coach's decision, but other reports are saying that he refused to check in. Uh, Porter Jr. and team officials, according to Kelly Eco of The Athletic, have since uh, talked. Uh, officials in, in KPJ have since talked, and he is apologetic for the overreaction. Um, this is the kind of stuff I love, guys. I gotta be honest. I love a good locker room blow up. Um, it's not quite as spicy and nice as the uh, Draymond Green. I'm not a fucking robot one from years and years and years ago. Uh, but I like. Do we uh, know what he threw? I'm guessing like a mouthpiece or something, right? Like I can't imagine it was like a like an 18th century vase or something like that. Like it's probably, that you know, could make it. That, that could make it spicier. Bowl of soup, maybe. <laughs> Jerusalem soup. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the tortilla soup. I guess. I guess. Like, I, maybe. Maybe he's throwing sharpies at him. I don't oh, know. He's grabbing yeah. anything. Oh, you think he like grabs like a handful, just starts chucking them at people? Oh, I like that idea. Like, well, I'm just. Well, I'm just saying in the, in the, in a locker room when you're really thinking about things that's in an NBA locker room, guys are sitting in their specific sign lockers, yeah. right? And you're there. He's either standing up, he's sitting in his locker stall, checking his phone. Whatever it is, and then you got Coach Lucas trying to talk to this kid. He ain't trying to hear it, so that's one thing. He probably got up. You know, the coach is probably drawn on the board. The coaches might be outside. Who knows? But when you're thinking of an object being thrown, you got a clipboard. You got maybe a, pen, a chair. You got. I think we'd have found out if it was a chair. Chair's pretty big. If it was a chair, if a, if it's a chair, he's probably off the team. Yeah, None that's that's, that's that's dangerous. That's, a, that's, <laughs> that's probably extreme. But to throw an object, you got to think about like a, a sharpie or something. Maybe a or water bottle, racer, water bottle. Yeah, uh, or, a, or a water, bottle. like a halftime snack well, or something well, like well, that. Maybe has orange slices. Now he didn't. We don't know that he threw something at John Lucas. Right? He may have just thrown something against the wall. So, like, in that case, a chair, if he just, like, threw a chair into, like, an empty locker, into his own locker, against a wall or something, I don't think that's necessarily, like, off the team. By the Maybe way, he headband. definitely didn't throw that. Net. He definitely didn't hit. He wasn't trying to hit Luke. No, nah, Luke, Luke would have lit his ass off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he would have lit his oh, ass off. I wonder if mid-throw, oh, he was, like, he was about to and thought, like, oh, wait a minute, that's Luke. I'm going to throw it this way. <laughs> like, <laughs> man. Um... But the wildest thing the wildest thing is he left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually like, and have, that, have we no, heard any the, other stories about people think, leaving at halftime of an I respect that, man. Like I, have, I, I like he's just like, you know, I'm too heated. I gotta remove myself from the situation. Like I kinda respect that about him. I have I, a story, I Jay, love, for you. Oh, from yes, one, please. From, from my Clipper days. We had just signed uh uh Big Baby and, and Doc was the coach and Big Baby was upset about something, right? And I'm breaking down the game. It's it's not halftime. It's it's almost the f- end of the first half, and all of a sudden, Big Baby comes storming in, screaming about something, and he's he's literally getting dressed to walk out. And the hotel is walking distance that we we're staying at from the the Toyota Center. Like we ended up, I ended up having to get our strange coach to run out. I'm like, yo, you need to go get one of the assistant coaches and let him know, you know, Big Baby's leaving <laughs> right now, you know. And this is a, and, and and I think we had I think Blake got hurt. And was in the locker room at that time. And I remember, you know, everybody was just kind of like, what in the hell is going on? Because our whole training staff was in the, the training room and just big baby storming and going completely ballistic. <laughs> and we had to, like, convince him to come back. And he had just signed, like, 
maybe three weeks ago. I mean, he's not named Big, Big Adult for a reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> I still incredible. don't know what it was that, that led to him storming off. Something great. <laughs> Something glorious. <laughs> he and Doc Rivers always had a weird relationship. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. The fact that he could treat that like a high school game, that's what I thought about it. Yes. He left. Yes. Like, <laughs> the high school game is like, yo, we lost him for the year, or he'll be back, or he'll be at school next the next day and we could talk to him. That's what type of vibe KPJ gave me. Like, it's very rare a player is like, all right, I'm out. Right. In a pro game. Right. Like, he gone. He wasn't even there. Like, that's crazy to me. To see somebody like, all right, like imagine you showing up to the game late <laughs> at halftime and you see KPJ like leaving the arena, like a random car <laughs> driving out of the arena from the from the players' entrance part. I'd be like, what the hell? I mean, it was probably it's probably like <laughs> the, the valet guys in the uh, in the tunnel were like, there's no way they were ready. There's yeah, no way. Really? I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna save this for uh, uh, Yovan's pod, but one of my homies that was in the league and. You just have to guess. But he was on the IR at the particular time. And I'm at the game. He done left me tickets and everything. He's at home. He left. <laughs> <laughs> he left. So I'm like waiting. Like the game. Trying to ended. link up. You know, they lost bad. <laughs> they lost bad. I'm waiting. I got my family pass and everything. And I'm just waiting. So I'm watching all the players come out. I'm like, yo, have you seen such and such? They like. So I text. I'm like, yo, where you at? Man, I've been at home since the third. <laughs> you weren't going to tell me? <laughs> All right, man. It's, it was crazy. It's wild it's that crazy. he left you family passes and left. <laughs> like, what it are you going to do? Hanging out in the family room. Uh, and, 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 and you know, this is pre, this is pre-COVID. Like, this is almost, this is pre-internet, honestly. This is 2006, dude. So I'm sitting there. The internet was definitely is, around. I don't even know. <laughs> not, not, not basketball. No, 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 no. But I'm talking about basketball internet. It's my space. That, oh. that don't count. <laughs> that, that, that that just teaches you how to be a code in the nerd, right? <laughs> so, so, so in this particular situation, you don't really get tipped off unless somebody really like calls you or texts you, right? So, like sitting there and not even like ever being in that, having the actual etiquette. I've probably been to a thousand games now and knowing like, oh, all right, I know these guys text at half now. Like at that time, I didn't know any You're of that right. stuff. So I'm just sitting there like, all right, cool. He's like, and I left. <laughs> cuz he didn't sit but it was kind of it was kind of obvious too cuz he didn't sit on the bench. He watched the game from the back. Right. And a lot of play, a lot of fans don't know that players do that sometimes. They be like right. I ain't I ain't getting they probably worked out previous before the tip off, showered, got dressed and just was like I'm gonna chill and watch the game in the back versus sitting so on the bench. Or you see him come on the bench. Yeah, they go, they come back and sit in second quarter like, "Oh, there he is. He's actually he actually attended the game." And it's like, they just don't want to be there sometimes. Like, oh, like on, what it is. on the road, we'd have guys sitting in the in the in the locker room while I was breaking down the game and we would talk. <laughs> just random stuff, you know. It's yeah. not, it's, it's a very normal thing. Yeah. But the well, leaving part not so much. I love that. I <laughs> and, really love and that. throwing an object 
Not not so much. <laughs> I bet it was like a like I don't know who said headband, but I think I bet it was like a headband. There's no way it was like something. That was me. We're on the same team for one sec. All right. You might need to rethink that. Speaking of not wanting to be around, uh, <laughs> Kyrie on. Irving coming back. What? I got one more thing to say about Kevin Porter Jr., man. Oh You're not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Like, <laughs> you're not a star. Hey, you're you not someone. You're not someone who can afford to be leaving the the building. If anyone can afford to be leaving the building, you are shooting thirty six point six percent from the field this season. You have never shot better than thirty three point five percent from three. I know you're talented. I know you have a lot to your game. But people are going to get fed up with you, and they're going to stop giving you chances at some point. You gotta. <laughs> is John like is John Lucas? That's one of the most respected dudes in the NBA. Like somebody yep. who has been through everything. Like, just even if you're mad at him, and I know John Lucas can give very tough love. Like, just don't leave the arena, man. <laughs> they've had such a the they've arena. had such a weird season, right? Like they had 15 losses in a row, and then they followed that up with seven straight wins. And now they're like, I don't know. I think they've won like two of their last 13. They're on a seven game losing streak. Like Christian Woods got to be the luckiest dude. I mean, like he doesn't because he just refused to check in in the second half, and and nobody's talking about it because Kevin Porter Jr. did something even crazier. Oh man, Rockets fans are so mad at me this summer for saying he's not good. Like he doesn't contribute to winning basketball. I don't know what I was thinking. This is clearly it. Um, All right, let's go to Kyrie Irving's debut, January fifth in Indianapolis. Trey, is that what is that is that what's happening? Yep, that's the that's the date. That's the target date. He'll be back. Um, Guys say he look amazing. Guys say he looks amazing. I mean, I'm excited. I'm not even gonna lie. Obviously, I know I'm you know off the court stuff, and you know you can have your opinion, but he's he's one of the elusive in the game. It's just one of those fun things to watch, man. And you know, I'm I'm really excited to see him perform. You know, whether it's a short time or a long time, you know he. You know, we got a chance to talk to him during his return at practice, and he was saying that he had been playing pickups with, you know, random cats in Jersey and no pro players. But then in practice, you know, guy, you know, like it was like he never left. They were – they jailed, and they already knew what was going on. So um, it should be exciting. I'd be so pissed off. I was just trying to get a run in, and Kyrie comes to the court. Now I got to guard him in a pickup <laughs> game like – there's just trying, just trying to sweat off, off the Kyrie night before. Game. That's when you gotta to... do the KPJ and just leave. You're, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Ah, right, pull the hammy. Man, out. I'm not trying to guard you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Um, so they he can play in two of the next what seven games? It looks like. Uh, looks like two of the next seven games are on the road at Indiana on Wednesday. At Chicago, so the weird. Wednesday after that, Chicago is going to be the game. That's gonna that's, be that's gonna yeah, be a lot. That's of fun. gonna be fun. That's gonna be really fun. And then uh, they've got a four game road trip at one point: Cleveland, Washington, San Antonio, Minnesota. They have a five game road trip, but I think he'll only be allowed to play in four of those because one of them's in Golden State. Um. So yeah, I mean, they got a bunch of road games coming up after after this uh, this little stretch here. Uh, February is heavy on the road, so we might see a lot of Kyrie Irving. And I can't wait. I'm with Dre. Just want to see him, like, you know, whatever off the court. It's going to be fun to have him back on the court. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, I look, I still think that he's, uh, I'm not buying the message that he's been thrown out there, right? Like voice for the voiceless and all that stuff. And yeah. like, I, don't, I don't buy any of that. Like I, cause you're not talking. So you're not the voice for the voiceless, right? Like it's kind, exactly kind of hard to be been voiceless. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They haven't exactly <laughs> been, been voiceless, but, um, so I don't agree with a lot of that stuff. I have no, again, I have no problem if like, I think he should get vaccinated. I think everyone should get vaccinated. Um, as long as it is not, uh, like there's not allergic reaction. I also think come playoff time, if it's going to be like, he, I just don't think he's, he's going to want to be out there with the guys even for the home games better not you better not get that uh better not get that one seed brooklyn maybe that's why they they, they dropped the game last night maybe yeah that was it. oh maybe they throw the game on the 12th against chicago game seven on the road mm-hmm. they can't, might drop down to it. four they might yeah. drop to four do you think oh, probably not right he wouldn't get the vaccine if it got to the playoffs i, j- I... no it's oh. not happening oh man right, not happening well. Don't 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 even bank on it. He's not getting it this entire season, um, and I don't like again. I don't even consider this. I don't think that he's even considering it a win. That he's just you know beat it out or anything. He's just you know he just yeah, it, chose it, not to it, take it, just, it. it. It's simply like they need bodies, right? Yeah, that's that, I mean that's all it came to be. It, yeah, it, like, that's that's like us doing a pod. Me and Jay catch COVID, and you, we need to fill the five. Right. And they bring in random pod guys off the off the timeline. <laughs> Zaxon, like, yo, they don't get the chemistry. And then now the athletics making me record. Sounds like a nightmare. Five, God. five pods with three random. All right, you know what, Kevin Durant, throwing, hands you know? down MVP. This just gave me some kind of future PTSD. This example. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see if they can reach the level they did last year. That would be fun. Yeah. When they were all healthy last season, that that offense was just perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Like having Joe Harris, who's been out for a long time, whenever he gets back, it'll be a huge deal. Having Kyrie, and I know Harden's gone through some difficulties this year, but he's been playing well lately. I I just want to see if they can reach that same level they did last year when they clicked almost immediately and it was just problematic for defenses every single time they the what they did to the celtics in the playoffs in the first round last year when they were all healthy was just ridiculous i know the celtics were shorthanded i know they weren't great in the first place but that was some of the best shot making some of the best offense i've seen covering the league yeah it was just special and so there are a lot of moving factors for them they've got a different supporting cast they've got Obviously, Kyrie hasn't played in a long time. Joe Harris has been out for a long time. But I want to see, like, can they put that puzzle back together the way it was last year? Because then they're the favorites to me. As long as Kyrie can play in the playoffs, I guess. <laughs> That's so weird. That's going to be so weird. It's super weird. I mean, if it, if it's Warriors-Nets, he doesn't get to play. Wow. Right? That's That's... That's crazy. How mad would you, would you be like extremely frustrated if you were James Harden and you're yes. 30, <laughs> 30, whatever, and this is your chance to win a title and do it against the Warriors, right? The team that kept you from glory so many times. A minute remaining, and they're putting Curry in the pick and roll, trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry, one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. 
kind of see what you get. The ball goes in the hoop a lot. Uh, <laughs> have fun while doing it. You see some dunks, long threes. I mean, behind the scenes, we're not that interesting. You know, we're pretty normal. We enjoy our family, the outdoors, movies, music, art. Speaking of the Warriors, last topic here. Clay Thompson has said that he wants that, that initial debut, that comeback from the... Uh, the ACL injury in the finals in 2019 and the Achilles rupture last year. He wants that to happen in front of the home crowd. He believes the home fans uh, deserve that. Well, they play Monday night, January 3rd, against the Miami Heat. And they play Sunday, January 9th, against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The rest of the time, they're on the road until the 18th. So when do we think that's going to happen? Tonight or <laughs> Sunday? <laughs> Probably Sunday, right? I'm guessing Sunday. Yeah. I feel like we would have heard a, a few more whispers about him coming back. It does. Unless, like, would you want... No, the Warriors would, wouldn't want a surprise with that. Warriors are going to want that to be, like, highly talked about throughout, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're, they're going to start the whispers, start the campaign. Yeah, we're targeting the ninth. This is going to be, you know, the return of Clay. All oh, of that man, stuff. I'm so ready for Clay to be back. It's going to be fun. It's, it's just I'm fun so having these dudes on the court. And it's it's great he's coming back to a locked in Warriors team that's great without him, you know. And like, what what can he do to this team? Like, I don't think he would like if Clay had come back last season. I still don't know if they wouldn't tell. They, their supporting cast is just like suspect. But now he's coming back to a team that that it has one of the best defenses in the league. Just beat Utah without Draymond Green when the Jazz were mostly healthy and has just been humming all year and add clay to, like clay is one of those guys he's not difficult to add either because he just runs around screens and makes things easier for everybody else it's not like he's going to have the ball all the time it's not like he's going to take the ball out of guys hands it's just like that guy is a really easy fit anywhere i hope he's good man i hope clay comes back great the the game will be so much more fun if it's clay steph and draymond versus whoever in the finals. I need that. Need that. I need it. You doing okay? You need, I need that. it. Okay. <laughs> I need it. The the Warriors, they play such beautiful basketball this season, man. You like, beat all basketball romantic right now. New year new you indeed. New year new me. Yeah. Oh boy. Um what do we think? We think Clay plays 20 games this year. At that point, that would leave him about 40-ish, 41. You know, it's about halfway point in the season uh, if he comes back by Sunday. And I'm assuming he's not just going to be out there all the time. He's obviously not going to play back-to-backs. If you get right. 20 games out of clay plus the playoffs, that's a that's a pretty good win. You almost got to ramp it up so that, you know, like give him rest early, kind of work him in slowly, and then just by the time the playoffs are going, have him – ready to rock like that's all it is like yeah everything what they're doing so i think 20 maybe closer to like i'd probably say like 25 games just because yeah. that last stretch you're going to want to play consecutive a lot more consecutive games so i think that's probably the the number i would target all right that's going to do it for this edition of the basket buds on the athletic nba show podcast athletic podcast network make sure you're checking out all the other shows make sure you're checking out what i miss with michelle beetle no dunks all the team specific shows make sure you're subscribed to the athletic we're coming up on the halfway point in the season that means it's home stretch to the playoffs and 
guys playing for championships and MVP arguments that will actually matter. Not this too early stuff that we misread in a rundown. None of that. So make sure you're getting all that information <laughs> on The Athletic. Subscribe to theathletic.com for the best coverage of sports. For Jay King, for Javon Edwards, for Mo Dakil, I'm Zach Harper. Thank you for listening to The Athletic. We had a Hulk Hogan brother and a pal on this As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.